Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I do not have Netflix. I don't pay for that. But I know people who do. And uh, you get a password and you log in. You can watch stuff on Netflix and you pay for that. And I know people who've got Netflix accounts and they let people borrow their uh, login stuff so they can have Netflix also, but they're not paying for it. And Netflix has said all along that you shouldn't do that, but everyone kind of knows that it happens. Apparently it happens quite widespread. And uh, Netflix has announced that they're going to crack down on that shortly. They're going to crack down on that shortly. And the interesting thing I saw, and several people sent me the story, is that Netflix customers could face criminal charges for sharing their password going forward. Now, this story is talking specifically about the UK, but I've seen articles about it in the US also. And I believe Netflix is thinking about making this like a global thing for them. It's not going to be just the UK or just the US, but as a business proposition going forward, they're going to say, if you sign up with us, password's good for you, and you know you can sit and watch it with other people who join you, but you can't give your information out to somebody else who's at a different location watching it if you ain't there. And so that's the problem. So from Newsweek, Shannon Power writes that Netflix customers could face criminal charges for sharing their password. Now, password sharing for a streaming service such as Netflix could land you in hot water. Now, again, I'm talking about the UK here, but the US is not far behind. But the country's intellectual property office, the IPO, issued guidance that said that accessing apps without paying a subscription is an infringement of copyright and you may be committing a crime. The IPO made the statement in an announcement about its joint campaign with Meta, which of course is the formerly known as Facebook company, to give guidance to people to avoid pirated and counterfeit goods online. Uh, Piracy is a major issue for the entertainment and creative industries. Pasting internet images into your social media without permission or accessing films, TV series, or live sports events uh, or hacked fire sticks or apps without paying a subscription is an infringement of copyright and you may be committing a crime. Now, (laughs) pasting internet images into your social media, uh, good luck cracking down on that. Because that's so easy to do and so widely done that uh, I doubt that'll ever stop. The law applies to Netflix password sharing, but also to other streaming services, including Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, and Apple TV Plus. Despite its recently published guidance, a spokeswoman for the IPO told Newsweek, copyright law remains unchanged. There are a range of provisions in criminal and civil law, which may be applicable in the case of password sharing, where the intent is to allow a user to access copyright-protected works without payment. Now, keep in mind that Netflix doesn't own the copyrights to to most of the shows that they're showing you. So if you logged into Netflix and watched, I don't know, Top Gun, uh, I suspect the studio owns that, and they simply license it to Netflix, let them use it and show it. And then, of course, when you pay your fee, then you get to watch it also. You don't get to copy it. You don't get to, you know, uh, show it for commercial gain that kind of thing, but you, you do get to watch it and you're not violating anything. So these provisions may include breach of contract terms, fraud or secondary copyright infringement, depending on circumstances. Where these provisions are provided in civil law, it would be up to the service provider to take action to the courts if required. So here's the thing. What you get from Netflix is a contractual bargain. They say to you, you pay us money, we'll let you watch programming on our network s- subject to certain terms. You say, fine, I'll pay you. This discussion, by the way, never actually takes place like this. But this is how it would be viewed by a court. So they make you the offer that you can watch this stuff by paying this money. Subject to terms. 
You say, I'll do that. You pay the money and you say, I want to watch these things subject to your terms. And so you're watching this stuff in the privacy of your own home by yourself. Not a problem. People come over to your house, sit on your couch, watch it with you. No problem. One of your friends calls up and says, hey, uh, I don't have Netflix. I want to watch a show it's on. Can I borrow your password? You say, fine. You send it to them. Now, somebody else is watching the stuff that they didn't pay for, and they've got no contractual you know, agreement with Netflix, and you have broken the agreement with Netflix by passing information along to somebody else. That's the problem. So in the case of Netflix, it is the responsibility of the member who created the Netflix account and whose payment method is charged for any activity that occurs through the account. Now, obviously, we're not talking about if somebody broke into your house and stole your passwords or hijacked something or pirated something without your knowledge. But the bulk of these are people who simply say, oh, you want to watch Netflix? Here's my password. To maintain control over the account to prevent anyone from accessing the account, the account owner should maintain control over the Netflix-ready devices and not reveal a password or details of the payment method associated with the account to anyone. That's according to terms of service. So, again, it's the contractual relationship you have with Netflix that you break when you give the password and login credentials to somebody else. We can terminate your account or place your account on hold in order to protect you, Netflix, or our partners from identity theft or other fraudulent activity. Now, Newsweek contacted Netflix for comment but they declined to reply and pointed out its moves earlier this year to take a tougher stance on password sharing. So they're saying, and this is one of those great ideas, they're saying that when someone else uses your credentials to log in and they know it's not you, to protect you, they're going to stop that person. <laughs> Woo, glad you caught that. Company introduced new fees for people sharing accounts, but who did not live in the same household as it fights a decline in subscribers. So they're saying, look, we'll let you do this, but you got to pay for it. Uh, and I'm guessing they give you some kind of discount if several people, sh- quote unquote, share an account. Netflix claimed of the 222 million households around the world with subscriptions, there were 100 million additional households getting access to the service through password sharing. So 222 million households pay for it but another 100 million that aren't. And as you can imagine, there right now are people sitting around a big table, a CEO and a bunch of other people going, wow, if we could only get the money from those 100 million people. Well, the thing is that you can't. Those 100 million people ain't going to pay for it. If they're going to pay for it, they would have done so already. But knowing that the free lunch is gone, they're not going to pay for it. They're going to say, oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. Netflix argues that the practice also makes it more difficult for the company to expand its service and productions into new markets. Netflix does offer shared accounts with separate profiles and multiple streams in its plans, but they're only applicable to people living under the same roof, so like a household. While these have been hugely popular, they've also created some confusion about when and how Netflix can be shared. As a result, accounts are being shared between households, impacting our ability to invest in a great new TV and films for our members, Netflix said in a March statement. So the company introduced options for members on standard and premium plans to add sub-accounts for up to two people they don't live with. It also offered the option of transferring a profile to a new account or an extra member sub-account so they don't lose their personal data, such as viewing history and recommended programs. According to the IPO, people who have password share are also opening themselves to criminal charges for breaching secondary copyright infringement. 
So again, we're going to get back to, I mentioned the satellite dish thing a couple days ago, that back in the day when satellite dishes were all the rage, uh, there were companies that sold the satellite dish uh, decoders, and you could buy one of those, and you didn't have to pay those pesky monthly fees to the satellite company. And of course, if they caught you doing that, they'd come after you hard. And there are federal laws in America saying that when you do that to, to, to pirate the broadcast without paying for it, uh, there's both laws in the book that allow them to sue you and laws in the books that allow them to you know, ask for your prosecution. Uh, meanwhile, in UK law, primary copyright infringement refers to the illegal reproduction of intellectual property, but the secondary kind requires knowledge of infringement, such as knowingly sharing or using someone's Netflix password. So they're going to say that we have a film we're going to show, and the film is copyrighted. We have the right to show it to you because we've paid the copyright holder licensing fee. You have the right to watch it because you paid us for that right. But the second you share your password to let someone else watch it, you are now breaking copyright law because you're taking something that you have the right to look at with your own eyes and, and willingly making it available for someone else who does not have that right. The Crown Prosecution Service in the UK states that deliberate infringement of copyright may be a criminal offense, but admitted the odds of pursuing prosecution were low. It explained how many of the copyright-based industries have created their own coalitions, which are actively involved in enforcement work, often in collaboration with the police or trading standards departments. In some cases, these organizations undertake criminal prosecutions in their own right. So uh, in America, they'd be suing you. And I suspect that they're going to do that. One such group is the Alliance for Creativity and Entertainment, or ACE, which created a working group in 2019 to combat the rise of unauthorized password share. The digital era has led to an explosion of new streaming platforms and a golden age in television, says the chairman of the Motion Picture Association and also ACE in 2019. But its openness has also brought challenges like piracy and unauthorized access that compromise the intellectual property that supports content creators and the economic viability of their work. Uh, Newsweek contacted CPS for clarification on what punishments on what punishments a person could face for password sharing, but did not receive a reply. And so if I had to predict the future, here's what's going to happen. Netflix is going to come out and say, here's the drop dead date. From this date forward, no password sharing. They're going to try to figure out what password sharing looks like from their end, meaning how many different IP addresses log in using this one particular password. They're probably going to go out and ask people to confirm how many people are on their account and where those people are. And they're going to start tightening that up. And then they're going to say, okay, from this point forward, we're going to start pushing back at people who do this. And I suspect they're going to go the route that the satellite companies did with the pirate satellite service thing. And that is also similar to what happened with the people who had Napster. Uh, Napster was a big you know, file sharing service where people could get free music that had been uploaded by other users and uh, you could just download songs for free. And everyone knew that it was wrong on some level, but how wrong was it? Well, it turns out there's actually statutes that say if you do that, there are thousands of dollars in penalties available to the person who holds the license and the actual ownership of that music and they can sue you for it. And they started suing people. And they, and they would get somebody who downloaded a couple thousand songs and go, let's see, a couple thousand dollars per song, thousands of songs, you now owe us a couple million dollars. 
And they're suing people who didn't have millions of dollars. But those lawsuits made headlines. And that is the purpose. That's what they're trying to do. So I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix uh, finds some egregious examples of people abusing this, where they've given their login credentials to you know, 75 different people in 23 different households. And they're saying, okay, this is obviously somebody who's abusing this and go after that person and make sure it makes headlines. So we'll see what happens. But right now, if you are on Netflix, you have no excuse because you've been warned, uh, not just by my show here, but the fact that I've seen this Netflix stuff all over the place, all over the place. And they're talking about doing this, not just in the US, not just in the UK, but any place Netflix does business. So if you have a Netflix account, you might want to dial it back as to who you lend your credentials to. And uh, I know people say, but yeah, like let's suppose my kid goes off to college. He's in my household. Can't he watch Netflix in his dorm? Probably, probably, and and check their terms and conditions because I'm sure they'll have that all laid out with frequently asked questions and so on. But then what happens if your child at college lends the passwords and credentials to somebody else in the dorm? Next thing you know, every single person in the dorm is using your Netflix account. (laughs) And that's where problems are going to happen. Now, I know some of you are going to say, Steve, you talk fast. No, they're going to say, Steve, um... So let's suppose I, I lend the credentials to my kid and my kid lends them to somebody else who lends them to somebody else and some person way over here, I don't even know who they are. And Netflix goes, this person is using your account. You're saying they can sue me for that? Well, it would be a tough case to make. They could sue you. Will they win? I don't know. Anybody can sue anybody. But the bigger question is, do you want to get sued? And you don't want to get sued. It's a waste of time and money because you're going to have to go to court and go, I don't know who this person is. You know, my, my, my child, yeah, my 19-year-old child, I told them don't send this or don't give this information out. But apparently it's on a piece of paper laying on a desk. Somebody came by and just picked it up and used it. I mean, yeah, they were, they were not careful with it. But is that really something they should be sued for? You know, so we'll see how that goes. But as of right now, it's something to think about if you're a Netflix customer. Shannon Power wrote this for Newsweek. A lot of people sent it to me. Netflix customers could face criminal charges for sharing their password, but also lawsuits could be coming down the road as well. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. I don't want to brag, but I just completed a jigsaw puzzle in just one week. The box said three to eight years.